Welcome to another episode of the Victory Baptist Church podcast. This podcast is a ministry of Victory Baptist Church in Valdosta, Georgia. To learn more about our ministry and the impact it has had in our community for over 50 years, visit VictoryBaptistValdosta.com. Now let's listen to today's message from God's Word. And uh, just look at the Word of God. Uh, I love this time of the year. Uh, I've always loved it as a kid. I've always loved it. I love getting the gifts. And uh, now as an, as an adult, I've been an adult for many, many years. But uh, the gifts, so much, they don't mean so much to me. I don't, you know, it doesn't bother me if I don't get anything. I just love giving. And uh, I love seeing the expression of faces. And, uh, and I really appreciate that. And, uh, but I love this time of the year. I love Christmas time. I love what it means. Um, the world cannot deny, even though they try, they cannot deny that Jesus was born in Bethlehem, and uh, there, there's absolutely no way they can uh, challenge us to say Merry Xmas and Happy Holidays. But I love, I love saying Merry Christmas when I go into places of business. And so a lot of times I'll do it for spite. And, uh, and I, I enjoy it because I'm an American and I have that freedom. And I'm going to exercise my freedom of speech. Amen. And, um, and, so, and so I do that. But Matthew chapter number 2, I want to start, we'll look at uh, the story of the wise men tonight real quickly. And, uh, and then we'll be ready to go to the house. Matthew chapter number 2. And uh, if you have your Bibles, follow along. Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, Behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen a star in the east and are come to worship him. When Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. And they said unto him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet. And thou, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, art not the least among the princes of Judah. For out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had probably called the wise men, inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the young child. And when you have found him, bring me word again that I may come and worship him also. And when they heard the king, they departed, and lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them, till it came and stood over where the young child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And when they were coming to the page flip, and when they were coming to the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed into their own country another way. May God bless the reading of his word tonight. And we're so familiar with this story. And a lot of times at Christmas time, you, uh, you know, you wonder uh, what else you could preach about the story. I know I don't, in this Bible, I don't have a lot of notes written down, but in my other Bible, I have 
most of the messages that pastor has preached during Christmas time, and I know he's preached from this text before, and so on purpose I didn't look at any of that so that I wouldn't be caught uh, plagiarizing him. And, uh, but I know that, that uh, so many times that we preach uh, from these passages of Scripture, but there's something in this passage of Scripture that is on my heart tonight, and I just want to share it with you for just a moment uh, this evening and uh, as we look at it. But I think about Christmas, and I mentioned this morning that Christmas, it's a time of celebration. Well, I tell you, if there's ever a day that we live in that we need to celebrate Christmas, it's these days that we live in. And uh, I tell you, who would have thought that as Americans that our freedoms would be just whittled away like they're being uh, done the days that we're living in? And we don't, we don't know what's going to happen next year. We really don't. And, uh, and so I want to make sure that I celebrate the birth of my Savior as much as I can this year because we don't know what's going to take place next year. Now, by the grace of God, I'll still do it no matter what the laws of the land may be. But, uh, but uh, I tell you, the time to celebrate is now. And I'm thankful for what Jesus Christ did. I'm thankful that He humbled Himself and He came into this world and He was born in a manger. He was born in humility. And what a great story that is. And so it's a time of celebration. Christmas is a time of giving, and we've already mentioned that, and, uh, and I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for what this church does during Christmas time. This church has touched literally probably thousands of lives during Christmas time in, in, the, in the past years, and I'm grateful for that. And I'm grateful that I'm part of a, a church that is caring and uh, is kind. Pastor mentioned... Um, the, uh, the, the family that uh, some of the ladies have uh, shown interest in helping. And uh, I went this afternoon, went yesterday to, to, uh, to see them, to find out some more about the, the situation. And, uh, and they weren't, the, the grandma wasn't home. I went there this afternoon and she was home. So I spent a little time with her just uh, finding out the situation, some things they need. And I tell you, there's people hurting all over. And I'm so thankful that I have the privilege to be on the giving end. Hallelujah. I'm thankful for that. And, uh, and so it's, it's a time of giving. Christmas is a time of peace. Well, wasn't that the message that the angels shared with the shepherds? And I'm thankful for that. But as we read the story of the wise men, we see that Christmas is a time of worship. Boy, I'm thankful that we can come to church during this time and worship our Savior, Jesus Christ. And thank Him for all that He's done. It's a time of worship. And I love, I love singing the Christmas songs. Some of them uh, may not be all scriptural. Some of them may be messed up just a little bit. Uh, nowhere in the Bible do we read that the angels sing. I, and they may, they may not. I don't know. But, but, uh, uh, but, but I love the message that are found. The, the song that we sang this morning, Heart the Herald Angel Sings, it wasn't in the verses and, uh, and I didn't realize that, uh, I didn't consider that Brother Jonathan was out of town when he, when he uh, did the PowerPoint, got the songs ready this morning. If, I'd, uh, if I wouldn't have been so nervous this morning, I, we would have stopped singing that song and opened up the blue hymnals and sang those verses from the blue hymnals. They have a lot more meaning in that blue hymnal uh, than they do in the red hymnal for, for whatever reason. And, and uh, just the story of the gospel. And, uh, and how that Jesus came to this earth 
for sinners. Man, what a story. And I tell you, I don't know about you, but that just makes me want to worship him. I don't know if you saw uh, this morning, I was glancing on uh, Fox News on the internet, and one of the uh, commentators, a lady, I don't remember her name, I was just talking about the, the, Christian, uh, the, the Christian hymns and how they spoke of Jesus and what Christmas is all about and what a blessing that is. And uh, so it's a time of worship. And if you notice in our text tonight, the word worship is mentioned three times. In verse number 2, uh, the wise men said, For we have seen a star in the east and are come to worship him. In verse number 8, King Herod, he said, Go and search diligently for the young child, and when you have found him, bring me word again, that I may come and worship him also. And then in verse number, uh, verse number 11, uh, the Bible says that when, uh, when the wise men came in the house, they, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And so that's what Christmas is about. That's one of the greatest aspects of Christmas is the fact that we get to worship our Savior. Hallelujah. I love, I love worshiping Him. I love worshiping Him. So tonight, just a couple of thoughts uh, on, on, uh, on lessons in worship from the wise men. Lessons uh, in worship from the wise men. Now, uh, this morning, I only had one teenager in, in Sunday school this morning. I had Max with us this morning. And uh, Max needs prayer. I hope that you're praying for him. I'm praying for him every day. I believe he needs to be saved. And uh, he's battling some things. And, and uh, he just needs some godly influence in his life. He need, I really believe he needs to be saved. And uh, I know that, uh, that he... This morning, we, I even asked him if he was saved, and, and uh, he said, yeah, and then he, he talked about his baptism and how that, that saved him, and, and, uh, and I don't know that he fully understands, uh, but, uh, but I'm thankful I had the privilege, me and my wife and him this morning, just sat down and read the Christmas story, made some comments about it, just shared some things, and I was asking him a little bit about the Christmas story and about the characters uh, concerning Christmas. And uh, how many shepherds there were and wise men. And, and, uh, and, and uh, you know, it, and we don't know how many wise men there were. There may have been two, there may have been three, there may have been 100, 200. We don't know. And it's really not important. Uh, be honest with you, tradition I have found most of the time is wrong. And, uh, and so I don't care about any of those things. And uh, our, our, the timeline of tradition concerning the Christmas story is all wrong, and we're going to look at it in just a moment. But uh, the, the, these wise men, they, they didn't come to the stable. Uh, they went to where Jesus and, and Mary and Joseph were living. And, uh, and we'll see that in just a minute. But, but uh, anyway, lessons in worship from the wise men. There's a, lesson, uh, there's a lesson found, in first of all, in seeking Christ. I tell you, if you want to worship Christ, you've got to seek Him. You've got to seek Him. And notice, that's what the wise men did. Notice in verse number 2. Notice what the Bible says, saying, Where is He that is born King of the Jews? For we have seen a star in the east and are come to worship Him. Uh, they had been following the star that the choir sang about. And uh, they had been following, and they were seeking Christ to worship Him. I believe these wise men were godly men. They were educated men. Uh, they, they, knew the, they knew all about astrology and, and they knew things. And, and I believe they had one motive and that was to find the Christ and worship Him. 
And so they began that long journey. And, uh, and probably it was a two-year journey. They were following that star, trying to find Jesus. And we'll say a little bit more about that in just a moment. But they were seeking Him to worship Him. They were seeking Him. I wonder tonight, what do we come to church for? What do we come to church? Do we really come to church seeking Him to worship Him? Hey, listen, I'm thankful for our church family. I am. I love this place. And I love our church family. Uh, you are, when I say church family, you are, you, are, you are like, we're like blood relatives. Some of us, I mean, we're closer than our own, uh, some of us, we're closer than our own kin. And boy, I'm thankful for that. And uh, what a privilege it is to be a part of a great ministry and a great church family. But I wonder tonight, I wonder today, why did we come to church? Did we come seeking Him? Did we come seeking Him to worship Him? <laughs> and I think, I think the majority of us did. Boy, I love this place. I tell you, this, is, this church, it, 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 you hear us say it all the time, but if you don't go out and visit other churches, and please don't do it, uh, please don't go out and visit uh, some of us, we have to from time to time. When I, when, uh, when I used to work for the Venture of Faith Camp, every once in a while we'd have to go out and represent the camp and go to different churches. And I can name a church right now in Pensacola, Florida that I went to, me and uh, Brother Steve Folsom, we went to, and uh, we were dressed up. I was in a coat and tie just like this. He was, uh, uh, Stephen was in a coat and tie. We were sitting down, and not one person shook our hand. Even the pastor, Brother Ward, even looked down at us and didn't even make a, didn't even make a motion to come over and shake our hands. And uh, just a dead service. And, uh, and I'm thankful for what we have here. I've been in churches where it's dead where it's dead, and I'm thankful for the presence of God and how He shows up and how He meets with us. And I tell you, He does that because we're seeking for Him. We're looking for Him. And we're longing to worship Him. And so there's a lesson found in seeking uh, Christ. And they were seeking Him with their eyes open. I mean, they were looking. They were looking. Verse number 2, it says they had seen his star in verse number 10, they saw the star and they rejoiced. And uh, I want to tell you, you know, I, and worship, I'm thankful that worship is not just confined to church. Well, I believe we ought to come to church and worship. And uh, hey, listen, I, I, and I believe you ought to be in church. You should, be, you should come for, the, for the, the one desire to worship Him. But I'm thankful, hey, listen, on Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday, and Friday, on our jobs, wherever it may be, we can worship Him. We can worship Him. Doyle Lawson and Quicksilver, they sing a song, I see Him in a baby smile. I hear Him in the wind that sighs. He loves me and I know not why. He's everywhere. He calls me from a world of care. I seek Him and I find Him there. He's in my heart. I feel Him there. Oh, He's everywhere. Boy, and I tell you, when you, go, when you look for Him, and when you look with open eyes, boy, you can just see Him everywhere. Boy, and I don't know about you, but it just causes me to want to worship Him. 
I, you'll not find me sitting in a deer stand when I should be in church, but I love sitting in the deer stand and I love listening to nature and I love to hear the birds and I love to see the squirrels and see the deer and I love to see all that and just, just experience that and know that God's in control and how that He is. He created all of that. And Brother Wilbur, I want to tell you, it just causes me sometimes to worship Him in that deer stand or wherever it may be. Eyes open. All of that, uh, but uh, they 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 opened their hearts. They opened their hearts to to uh, seeking Christ. They opened their hearts. Sure, I'm sure that many saw that star as they journeyed. As that star appeared in the night, many saw that star, but it didn't it didn't mean to others what it meant to these wise men. Their hearts were open, and they wanted to worship Jesus. And then they opened their treasures, and we'll speak of that in just a moment. And, uh, and I'm thinking about these treasures. The Bible says in verse number 11, notice what it says, And when they were coming to the house, they saw the young child with Mary's mother fell down and worshipped him. But when they opened their treasures, they presented to him gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. I think about those treasures, and I think about the journey, and I think about how that Jesus was, was, a, was a young child. And, 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 and if you read, and if you study this out, and if you read it, in its context and study it, uh, the, in the first part in chapter number 2, verse number 1, it talks about now Jesus was born in Bethlehem, and, and it goes through just kind of a, a quick time frame of Jesus' life when he was born and how these wise men, they began searching and seeking, and, uh, and probably two years, Jesus is a young child now. And uh, you think about this. Those wise men carried those treasures for a couple of years. I don't know how old Jesus was. Uh, he, wasn't, he wasn't an infant. He wasn't in the manger. And so those wise men, you think about this. Those wise men carried their treasures, their gifts. They're following that star. They're following that star every night. And they're following it. And they're following it. And uh, they come and Herod finds out. And Herod says, hey, go and search diligently for that young child. And uh, Herod sponsored them. And they followed that star for maybe two years carrying their gifts. You know what that tells me? They were prepared to worship Christ. They didn't know when it was going to happen, but they were seeking Him and they were prepared to worship Him. And when they found the child, the Bible says they opened up their treasures. Boy, you're talking about worship. I wonder tonight how many times that we come and we're not prepared to worship God. And we don't get anything. We don't get anything. Oh, God may be there, and I'm sure, I'm sure there's people that have, have come to our services when, when, when God's presence is real and when God is moving and God's here. And I'm sure there's been some that walk away and say, I just didn't get anything out of that. Probably because you didn't bring anything. You didn't prepare. You didn't prepare. These wise men, they prepared. Real quickly, and I'm, I'm just about done. Stephen, I'm just about done, all right? Lessons. So we find, we find a lesson uh, in seeking Christ. Lessons in worship. There's a lesson in seeking Him. Number two, real quickly, there's a lesson found in rever reverencing Christ. In verse number 11, notice what the Bible says. And when they were coming to the house, they saw the young child 
with Mary his mother and fell down and worshipped him. They fell down and worshipped him. Speaks of their humility. Well, I want to tell you, I, when God shows up, I tell you, I, it just, there, there's just, there's, you know, there's nothing in us. I was telling Max this morning, we were talking about Christmas and we were talking about different things and how that the God of creation, the God of creation that created everything and uh, that, that inhabits eternity, you think about that for a minute, that habits, inhabits eternity. And uh, the heavens can't even contain him. And uh, that's God. And how that God is so mindful. The Bible speaks in Psalms, I didn't look it up this afternoon, but how that he has to look down to behold you and me. How insignificant you and I are compared to God. I tell you, it speaks of humility. Reverencing Christ, they fell down. Then they, they presented their offering. The Bible says in Psalms 95, verse number 6, O come and let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. Boy, that's true worship. That's true worship. Hey, listen, I love the shouting. I love the raising of the hands. I love it all. I love it. I love it when somebody gets full of the glory of God and they twirl their handkerchief when they run around and say, hey, listen, I love it. And I love it when somebody is just, just falls down humbly before God and just bows before Him. I love it. I love it. Worshiping God. He's worthy tonight. He's worthy. And so lessons in worship. So we see the lesson in reverend Christ. And then we see the lesson lastly tonight, and I'm, I'm, I'm done. We find a lesson... Uh, on relying on Christ. And they're worshiping Christ. They learn to rely on Christ. Even before they ever, even before they ever came to the house, even before they ever found Jesus. And I'm sure in their minds they were, when they started out, I'm sure in their minds, maybe they thought that they would find that babe wrapped in swaddling clothes. I don't know. The Bible doesn't tell us, but the Bible does let us know that they followed that star and, and their journeys you could read. And, and uh, although it doesn't say it, you can read and you could see that their journey started. They were following that star at the birth of Christ and they followed it through a period of time. And, uh, but they came down and, and, and in that journey, they were relying on God. They were relying on God. That journey again was two years of following that star. Now, I don't know about you, but me, I'm, I don't have that kind of patience. Brother Harrelson, I, 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 I'm just being honest with you. If I was one of those wise men, I would have told the other guys, whoever many they were, I'd have said, hey guys, hey listen, we have followed that star long enough. It's time to go to the house. Let's go do something different. But they were relying on God, following that star. And then they finally, God rewarded them. They found the, they found the young child and they worshiped. And the Bible says, look over and look over in, in verse number 12 of chapter number 2, and being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod, 
They departed into their own country another way. And so they followed that star. They followed that star by faith. They had never seen the child. They had never seen the baby. But they followed that star by faith. They were wanting to worship by faith. And so they found the babe. And then they relied on God. They were obedient to God. They knew that God was real. And they feared God. And they were warned of God. And so they returned a different way. They were relying on God. They relied on God before, before they ever found the child, and then they relied on God afterwards. And the Bible says in verse number 12 that they, they departed onto their own, into their own country another way. So they, they followed uh, God by faith, they feared God, and, uh, and then they followed God uh, and they departed another way. Boy, I'm telling you, that's what worship is about. Worship is, is, is finding God, seeking Him, and, uh, and, and, and following Him, and relying upon Him. Boy, I'm so glad that you and I, we have that wonderful privilege to worship God. And listen, I'm thankful tonight for the gifts. Boy, I'm thankful for, I'm thankful for uh, the opportunities that we have to uh, share our love one with another. And uh, I'm thankful for those things. I'm thankful that, that the Lord has blessed us in so many ways and uh, that we can, we can, we can take and, and we can provide and we can help others in time of need. But I want to tell you, during this time, I'm so thankful that we can worship God. I tell you, He's worthy tonight. He is so worthy tonight. He came to this earth for you and for me. He came for our sins. He came for that one purpose. You think about it, He left heaven's throne. He came in humility, born in a manger, in a stable. And, uh, and He did that for you, and He did that for me. What a God we serve. What a God we serve. And I want to tell you tonight, He's worthy of our worship tonight. Let's all stand together. Tracy's coming to the piano tonight. Our worship. What did you come to church for tonight, today? Did you come to worship Him? <laughs> did you come seeking Him tonight? God's dealing with your heart. Why don't you come to the altar? Worshiping Him. I tell you, he's worthy tonight. I'm thankful I grew up at a Christian home. And God blessed me with wonderful parents, Christian parents. And they provided, they gave us gifts. But one of the things we did every morning at Christmas, my dad had to work. He would work, he'd go into work at six o'clock usually on Christmas Eve in the evening. And he'd work all night, and he'd get off at sometimes 8.30 Christmas morning, sometimes 10 o'clock, and uh, rush home. We'd have to wait on him. He'd rush home, and, and uh, before we ever opened the gifts, before we ever did anything, he would gather us together. He'd sit down, and he'd read the Christmas story, and he'd always talk to us. This is what Christmas is all about. It's that God came to save us from our sins what Christmas is about. And I'm glad that he taught us at an early age to worship him. 